0: The New York Knicks have two wins in their last eight games, but help is on the way. Or is it? We'll get into it all. Let's talk about it. Run that intro.
1: They're playing basketball. 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 You're listening to the Knicks Nation Podcast, where we've got all your Knicks needs covered. Puts up a three. Bye! The game. Now, live from the city that never sleeps, here are your hosts, Anthony and Chris.
0: What is going on, Knicks Nation? We are back for another live stream edition of the Knicks Nation podcast. This is episode 37, Chris. Episode 37. Appreciate everything you guys in here. We are live on YouTube. On If you're listening, re-listening to this on Apple, Spotify, Appreciate you guys as well. If you can do so, please leave us a review. It helps out on, there, on that end as well. Chris, what is going on? The Knicks coming off that loss against the Boston Celtics. What's up, brother?
2: I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Uh, feeling good, you know, here on a Sunday night, just chopping it up, talking Knicks. Uh, tough loss, man. Tough loss against the, the Celtics, man. A, a really good team, you know, that's, you know, number one in the Eastern Conference. So... You know, we started off pretty good, didn't end so well for us. But, you know, I took some some positive things out of that game. How about you, man? How's how's the weekend been treating you? How how you feeling
0: tonight? I'm good. I took some positives to from that as well. You know, I took some heat. You know, I did the post-game after the game. You know, I do the post-games or not. I took some heat from Boston Celtics fans because I, I called the Boston Celtics. They shoot a lot of threes. They shoot a lot of threes. That's what I kept repeating, and I was like – You know, teams like that, they can get hot in the playoffs, but they can also get cold. And all the Celtics fans were coming after me. And I also said that when healthy, I'm not afraid of Boston. We'll talk about that as well. But I I caught some heat from uh, Celtics fans. It was it was fun. But hey, (laughs) I'm humble, too. I'm I'm not just like a Knicks biased, you know, guy that comes on here and, you know, praises the New York Knicks. Obviously, I'll see what I, you know, what's real. But, yeah, I took some heat from Celtics fans, and that was funny. That was hilarious. Oh, I can't imagine, man.
2: I can't imagine. But like you said, man, like you said, we're not, you know, when when it's time to give our dues, we give our dues, you know. Yeah, obviously, this is Knicks Nation. We're pro Knicks. But look, man, if if a team is good and we play them, I'll give them all the props in the world.
0: <laughs> all the props in the world. All right. Have a poll up in that YouTube chat. You guys can vote that we'll touch on in a quick second. But injury updates. I know that's what you guys are here for. We have some injury updates. We have some audio to play from Adrian Wojnarowski that I think is very important. We also have a Julius Randle video that we that came out yesterday of him actually working out on the court, shooting, doing float, float, float jump shots with his left hand, not with his right hand, and you know, doing cardio. So injury updates, OG Ananobi. From Adrian Wojnarowski, it seems like OG and Obi will get reevaluated on Friday later this week, is what he has said. And then it seems like a little bit after that, like we all have expected, like we said last during the last podcast, it seems like he is going to return before Julius Randle. So that is a good thing. And Julius Randle, we also have you know Adrian Wojnarowski talking about that. Not really that optimistic on the Julius Randle front, but it is still looking like. He will return in the middle of March, but Adrian Wojnarowski pretty much sounded a bit cautious when he was talking about Julius Randle. I know I just spat it out a lot there, Chris, but you know, I guess we can just play. Let, let's play the the uh, Woj clip and then we'll we'll, we'll uh, talk about it. Here is Adrian Wojnarowski on Julius Randle and OG Ananobi.
3: There's not full clarity on this yet, but know this with Julius Randle last season when he had an ankle injury you know there was you know a lot of suggestion to him from medical people that he might want to have that surgery that he put off to the offseason during the season he didn't do it he played injured into the playoffs then had the procedure in the offseason So you kind of start there with Julius Randle. His inclination is to play, uh, and it is to play even hurt and in some discomfort. That's his goal right now is to try to get back and play and put anything off to the offseason. But that's still fluid. That's not been fully decided. But O.G. Ananobi, I think better news on that front, had a loose particle taken out of his uh, uh, elbow uh, back on trade deadline day, February 8th, I'm told. He is right on schedule. There's not been any setbacks. They'll reevaluate him at the end of next week. And then the hope is he starts to get back on the court then. Uh, but certainly uh, Julius Randle is the one. I think there's more uh, concern this season yeah. about not just getting him back, but how effective can he be playing with that injured right shoulder? That's
0: some partially. Good- so Adrian Modanasi said his goal, Julius Randle's goal, is to come back and play, whether that's in discomfort we know he's gonna be in discomfort, Chris. Then he said, "OG and Anobi got the update on OG and Anobi." When you hear that, Chris, what do you uh, what are your thoughts about that? Sounds like some good news there. Yeah, I mean, I
2: love the news on OG. We, I mean, we, I think we all knew OG and Anobi is gonna be the first one to come back between the two of Julius and OG. So that's good news. Look, we need OG and Anobi. We've been missing him, uh, <laughs> like in the Celtics game, right? <laughs> We could we would have had OG and Anobi for the Celtics games. Maybe you know that's a different outcome. Yeah, but I gotta say, man, I'm I'm a little I'm a little nervous about Julius Randle, man. It it became it went from positive news where they were saying basically, hey, we're gonna reevaluate him. You know, there was minor damage, nothing too crazy. You know, all the reports at the time when it happened were, oh, look, if this is just a dislocated shoulder, then You know, he should be good in a couple weeks with no real, like, detriment to his, you know, future per se. Now we're hearing, you know, he might play through pain. You know, it might be a, you know, long-lasting thing until he gets surgery. So, I don't know, man. It makes me really nervous now because, look, that's a if that's a shoulder issue and he's going to be playing through it, his style of play dictates that, you know, it could get re-injured again. I mean, what do you think on that? Because, you know, Julius, he's
0: at his best when he's playing that bully ball. That's the thing. That's He's at his absolute. He's one of the, if not the f- most physical player in the NBA, you know, playing the bully ball, playing, you know, with that right shoulder, backing people down with that right and left shoulder. Julius Randle does that tremendously. He does that absolutely, you know, at a high level. So, you know, and Julius Randle even come out. He spoke. They spoke for the first time last um, I think last week, him and OG and Anobi and Randall said he's going to do what's best for his body. You know, if that's surgery, it seems like he's just waiting to, to, you know, he's just waiting, you know, more days here. As more days goes by, he said he's feeling stronger. So that that is a good sign for Julius Randall. Um, and we have a clip here that I'm going to, you know, share my screen with in a bit of Julius Randall working out. Seems like he's doing cardio and whatnot. But, yeah, it's 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 nerve wracking because then you really think about like. You know, worse worst, worst case is let worst case, let's say we get OJ and Obi back and you know Julius Randle let's just talk about it. Julius Randle decides to get surgery, right? Then you have OJ and Obi back without a Julius Randle. Then what is the ceiling of this Knicks teams with just an OJ and Obi without a Julius Randle? Then it kind of shifts, you know? When you hear that, what do you think of you know, with everyone healthy, have the poll up in the chat. I, I feel like we can go far, but Without a Randall and with our OG and back, because it seems like Anobi's gonna come back before Randall. That's that's something you think about, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And
2: yeah. and I'll be honest. Look, I've, I've said this in the past. For a, as maddening as Julius can be, he's very important to this team. And I mean, yep. we're seeing it now, right? With him not being in the core, and obviously missing a few other guys as well, but. You know, Julius commands those double teams. Whether he's having a good night or a bad night, you know, teams have to honor him, and that alone makes things easier for Jalen Brunson and the rest of the rest of the crew. So, you know, not having Randall, in my opinion, that that will be huge. That'll yeah. be huge, and not in obviously not in not in a good way for us. But you know, how far could we go with an OG and an and a Brunson? I think I think we could still make noise, obviously, but. Yeah you know, you got, you, you would temper expectations at that point for sure.
0: Yeah. So yeah, exactly. But you know, let's be optimistic. It seems like Randall wants to get back on the court and if anyone can do it, it is big Julius Randall. He is a warrior coming from the Kobe tree and whatnot. So let me uh, share my screen with you guys and show this Julius Randall footage that came out yesterday. Here's Julius Randall working out before the game, as you can see here all lefty shots you know we only saw a lefty shot in this clip doing cardio on the court you know sweating sweating his butt off man (laughs) sweating his butt off trying to get back on the court so you know big jew was working his way back on the court and in that clip what went under the radar was kind of you know i forgot who was interviewing tom thibodeau but they also said that they expect julius Randle back in mid-march So that kind of went under the radar in the clip. Not sure if you heard it in the clip. Not sure if the sound was playing, but they expect Julius Randle to play in mid-March. So that is good news on that front. Get Randle back, get Ananobi back, and then we are cooking because OJ Ananobi, Chris, you know, I actually thought about this during, I don't know, a few days ago, OJ Ananobi's free agent this summer. Hasn't played 70-plus games since his rookie season. You know, say what you want about him. Great player. Great defensive player. He was awesome in January. Durability, he's not really Mr. Durable in his career. You know, I would like him to be. I want him to be. You know, we all would want him to be. I want him to play 82 games, but let's just keep it real. This is, this. you know, what the New York Knicks are probably discussing in the front office. He's a free agent, so I came up with kind of a question, like, who has more leverage at the moment? O.J. Danobi or the New York Knicks? Ananobi wants to come back, and, the, and he wants to get paid. He wants to get paid $30-plus You know, he hasn't played 70-plus games since his rookie season, Chris, so that's why I think Ananobi, he's going to come back because <laughs> he wants to get paid.
2: Yeah, I, I believe yeah. – I think OG – I mean, look, from either side, I think OG Ananobi is here to stay. I don't yeah. think the Knicks made that deal, you know, without some sort of – you know, behind-the-doors or behind-the-scenes type of agreement where, hey, we're going to sign you. You know, if you come here and we trade for you, we give up these pieces, you're going to sign here long-term, right? Yep. I'm pretty sure there was some conversation like that. As far as who has the leverage right now, I got to say it's still Ananobi, though, right? Because he could just simply turn around and be like, "Eh, you know what, I'm good. I'll go to some (laughs) other team that's going to give me, you know, X, Y, and Z dollars. Um I mean, what, what what do you think? I mean, am, am I, am I, no, right. in my in my you're right. my opinion, Ananobi has the power here. He could just be like, "Look, I'm out of here unless you guys pay me what I want." Yeah. But let's not forget, you know, there was many reports that came out that said Ananobi would take a discount to stay with the Knicks. So maybe that's kind of a compromise with a uh, you know games played or something like
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I thought it was just something I thought about. I potted about him like, you know, he hasn't played 70 plus games since his rookie season. He wants to get paid this summer. He's a free agent. And then I thought, all right, O'Janobi definitely has all the leverage because the New York Knicks definitely we seen what it looked like in January. It was awesome. It was amazing. He's still going to get his bag. But, you know, their ability has been a problem in, throughout his career. So we just have to wait and see. And Mitchell Robinson, we also got some great news about Mitchell Robinson. Coach here in the chat says, you guys forgot about Mitch. No, we did not forget about Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> Don't worry. Mitchell Robinson has given us some hope. It's looking like Mitchell Robinson is being is pre- preparing to come back sooner rather than later. This was on his Instagram feed. Put this up in the chat this was mitchell robinson he i guess he reposted somebody it says my boy is ready and primed to kill it for the rest of the season then he added mitchell robinson then mitchell robinson reposted it with a shh emoji oh boy when i saw this chris this got me super excited man can't wait when you see this man no gives you gives you butterflies man Hey, Knicks fans, I'm proud to be partnering with Underdog Sports, my favorite place to play fantasy games. You got to check out Pick'em. It's so easy to play. Just pick two to five stats of your favorite players and choose whether they'll go higher or lower. You can 20x your money by going five, four, five. I've been, you know, choosing a bunch of Knicks on this and I'm absolutely loving it. Sound like fun? Just download their app and sign up using my code. Knicks to get your first deposit up to a hundred dollars matched. I came wait to see your entries. Gets me hype, man.
2: Gets me hype because they, you know, for him to start, you know, he's getting more and more active on social media. To me, that means that he's feeling pretty good. Cause you know, Mitch is always out on social, social media for the most part. So, yeah. you know, to me, it, it tells me he has to be feeling pretty damn good. Right. So obviously getting on the court, Playing actual games, getting in game time condition is 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 a whole other animal. But it's exciting knowing that you know maybe a couple of weeks from now, maybe you
0: know come playoff time we'll have Mitch back. That's huge, man. That's huge. It is, man, and it is. But you know we're we're getting there, guys. We are getting there. We're getting closer. I feel it. You know, I feel it. It's like I feel weird whenever the Knicks lose, and I'm I'm always like, oh, we're missing these guys. We're missing our guys. So. <laughs> it is what it is we lost and then when they win, i'm like wow what a what a gritty win what a team when the guys come back we're going to the we're going to the finals i can't wait till everyone comes back so right it's just like a weird yeah. feeling it's it's tough because
2: you know you don't want to use the excuse oh we're missing this guy we're missing that guy but look yeah. the tr- the truth of the matter is that we're missing some key people you know, if the Lakers were missing LeBron James and Anthony Davis, which, you know, some nights they are, I'm not going to – you know, that's probably a bad uh... – <laughs> Every other night. Anyway, man. y'all know what I mean. If, if there's no LeBron James, Anthony Davis out there, you know, any team would use that, you know, like, hey, we're missing our key guys. Yeah. But for the Knicks, man, it just happened all at once, missing our best players, you know. Yeah. And even got a scare with Brunson, so – you know, it's been tough. You hate to say it over and over again. If once we get healthy, once we get healthy, but that's literally where we are at this point in time.
0: It's where we're at. Appreciate every single one of you in the comments. Let's some of these comments. PL, what's going on? Going back to the OJ and stuff. He says the list in the Knicks front office is smart. I'm sure he's here to stay. They may have must've made a deal well before when he got here. Yeah. Um, it's just something I pondered about, you know, cause Ananobi isn't Mr. Durable. So, you know, he needs to get back on the court, especially if he wants to get paid. Um, Coach here says media talking about trading Mitch means nothing. I haven't seen that, coach. I haven't seen, have you seen anything about that? I mean, I've seen Mitch's I was always been in the rumors, right? Yeah. Always. Yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of times you keep seeing that hey, look how they're playing without Mitch.
2: If you want to keep Hard, if you want to keep precious, you're gonna have to, you know, deal salary. And they're yeah. figuring Mitch is that salary piece. Um it makes all the sense in the world, I guess, if you look at it from that standpoint, just a salary to move to accommodate, you know, I Heart and precious and whoever else you're trying to sign. But I don't know, man. I I, I still think Mitch is someone you want to hold on to, man. Yeah. And I know it's going to be difficult with the way I Heart is obviously playing this year and even precious, but, you know, I still think big Mitch needs to,
0: needs to be a part of this team. He does, and Big Taz brings up a great question. How long would it take for everyone to get acclimated to playing again? You know, that's the question we asked last week as well. You know, with the new guys' chemistry, will it be an issue with, you know, in a perfect world, Randall's back, and Anobi's back, Robinson is back. Where do the minutes come from for everybody? <laughs> where does the Precious minutes come from if Mitchell Robinson is back? Where do – I mean, Precious will still get spot minutes, but where do, you know – where do you find the Burks has been struggling that we'll talk about in a, in a few Um, seems like he's kind of hit a wall Um, McBride. So, you know, but we said, then we'll get there. We'll hit that. You know, we'll get there when we get there. Right. I mean, you know, I I feel like it'll, it's a good problem to have. It's always a good problem to have.
2: Yeah. I think, I think we're going to be fine. I mean, I think it's a little bit overblown as far as like, you know, going crazy over who's going to get what minutes. Cause like, you know, let's be real. This is a Tom Thibodeau team, and if he can get OG and Obi, Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson back, you know those guys are gonna eventually, if not immediately, slot into their 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 roles, their main role. Yeah. So, to me, it's it's a little bit of a no brainer. But but I get it. You know, we're we've seen so many lineups as of late. You know, it's and and guys just stepping up and playing so well that you know they're there are questions you have to ask.
0: LV in the chat, what's going on? LV, always appreciate you in here supporting as well. Um, So I have a poll in the chat, in the uh, YouTube YouTube channel. If you guys haven't voted, we're up to 29 votes. The question is, when healthy, how far can the New York Knicks go as a team? Option one, the second round. Option two, the Eastern Conference Finals. Option three, the NBA Finals. So far, Eastern Conference Finals and NBA Finals are tied at 45%. Chris, Chris, I pose the question to you. When healthy, how far can this New York Knicks team go in the playoffs? You know, we're winless against Boston. We're, you know, go ahead. The floor is yours. I say NBA
2: Finals, man. Yeah. NBA Finals. Because, look, I know small sample size, but when we had OJ and Nobi Julius Randle out there, this is even before we got Alec Burks and Bogdanovich. We were playing amazing. We went on that. You know nine game run it was awesome and then yeah. the injuries hit so in my opinion having those guys back having that bench unit bolstered by alec burks and and bogdanovich i feel pretty damn good about this team obviously we'll see how it goes with the you know seeding for the playoffs and all that but i like our chances against any team and we played the celtics pretty damn well you know outside of that third quarter where everything went downhill but look again we're missing some key guys and i think the game would be totally different if those guys were there so
0: if healthy why not the nba finals man see i want to say that man but you know it's it's why i bring up the uh i'm gonna you know i'll bring up the standings and the uh, schedule in a bit but it's why that i feel like the third seed is very important to this team i feel like if we can get that third seed that would be huge, and you can avoid Boston until the Eastern Conference Finals. Then anything can happen. Again, I got some heat from Boston fans, but I don't care. You know, because I we all saw what this New York Knicks team was capable in in January, and that was without Burks and Bogdanovich. Now, you can either say Burks and Bogdanovich helps that, or you know, pretty much plateaus it, kind of stays the same. They're still kind of a good team. We don't know. We don't know how it looks like until those players get on the court and play with Burks and Bogdanovich. I like what I'm seeing from Bogdanovich, Alec Burks. Um, I thought he was going to come in here and, you know, it's just he's just been struggling. He seems like a turnover machine and he's just, you know, sometimes he's out there just turning the ball over like bone, boneheaded plays. And I'm just like, Burks, man, I mean, come on. But he can put the ball in the basket. He can come down and hit like three threes in a row. And then he's like, oh, okay, that's Alec Burks. But, when healthy, then I feel like the Knicks can get to the Eastern Conference Finals, and if it's Boston, then I feel like we have a 50-50 chance to uh, to beat them. And then you know, hey, Boston has choked in the in the uh, the playoffs as well. So, but they're a great team. Don't want to take that away from them. They're a great team, you know. So you know, when healthy, I feel like the New York Knicks can get the can get to the Eastern Conference Finals. And yeah, I mean, but yeah, just that third seed, Chris, is just very vital to the New York Knicks, man. We're finishing third or fourth. Got to finish third, in my opinion. Got to. Yeah, for sure. I think that's why I go back
2: to the seeding of the playoffs. That's going to be just – that's going to be huge, obviously, you know. Not that I want to dodge any team per se, but like you said, that third seed might be that sweet spot where, you know, you miss out on some key matches until until later on in the playoffs. That might just be
0: what the Knicks need. Yeah, looking at the standings right now, the New York Knicks are number four. Number four seed in the Eastern Conference. They are 34-23. and 23. They are behind the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee won. Knicks lost, so that kind of put them another game ahead of us. But Philadelphia are right behind us, you know, and the Pacers are right behind us as well. This is why every game is so important. We can just continue to say guys will come back, and will come back, Randall will come back. But this is why this stretch here coming up we will bring up the schedule in a bit. Is important, you know. These got some winnable games at home. Detroit, Pelicans. Pelicans is going to be a tough matchup. Um, Warriors coming in here at Cleveland. So you know these, this, this stretch is important. You know, if you're talking about you know Julius Randle coming back in mid March, then that's essentially what ten more games without without uh without Julius Randle, Chris. So yeah. let's say the next go five and five in that stretch. And the Sixers go seven and three, you know, it's just I'm just making up uh, scenarios in my head. But you see what I'm saying? Like, it's this is why the third seed is who got to take care of business, man. Got to take care of business. Yeah. Not only that, you don't want to, you know,
2: we we got to definitely win the games that we can win during the next, you know, 10 or so games. You know, yeah. until we get at least OJ and Nobi back, in my opinion because we can't afford to lose many more games you see how tight you just showed us how tight the the standings are right now in the eastern conference and you're talking about two more games and we lose two more games and we could fall you know way way down so that's again something you don't want to you know it's not a trend you want to continue but again you know we're battling this this injury bug and it's, it's gonna be tough it's gonna be tough man
0: PL says, "I think they will fall in line once the big dogs come back and relieve some pressure." PL man, what's going on in the chat? Always appreciate you in the chat, chopping it up. Uh, Evan said, "It's not that bad contract, but is available." I think I think they're chatting amongst themselves in the chat. Anthony, what's going on in the chat? I wouldn't mind playing the Philadelphia in the first round and just sweeping <laughs> them. Oof, Philadelphia first round, the Knicks and Philly. Ooh, I would, sweep or gentleman sweep? I wouldn't mind either or, to be honest with you. But that would be, you know, hey, Embiid's status is up in the air, so I wouldn't yeah, mind I mean, that,
2: Chris. I'd, be, I'd be careful, of, you know, what, what, what you wish for there because <laughs> we are saying Embiid might come back, might yeah. come back by playoff time. So you, you don't know. Obviously, we don't know how he'd look, but, you know, that changes things, man. Embiid is a great player, so. Be cautious
0: with what you wish for. But cautious <laughs> what you wish for, Coach. Yes, as I'm worried. I'm more worried about health rather than playoff position. I agree. Yeah. I do agree. Yeah. But finish one through six, everyone healthy. I don't care. Finish one through six, then tip the ball off in the playoffs because Knicks can go into any arena and beat them, and they're a great home team as well. Just I I agree with what you said. I'd rather health over playoff position. Don't want to finish in that playing tournament. So yeah, Coach. I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, Ant says, Ant says we're 2 0 against Philadelphia with with Embiid or without Embiid. I think we're one. Yeah, we beat them with Embiid. We beat them without Embiid. Evan says, Embiid is on life alert. Embiid is on life <laughs> alert right now. <laughs> S550, come playoffs, you starring Isaiah Hartenstein or Mitchell Robinson?
2: You know, I got to go with iHeart. I got to go with iHeart. You know, Mitch is coming off, you know, obviously feeling pretty good, posting on social media and whatnot, but I got to go with iHeart because, yeah. you know, he's he's been playing amazing and, and Mitch has to ramp up, man. I don't think you could just throw Mitch right back into the starting lineup and expect him to play, you know, the same way he was prior to his injury. So I say I heart, and then Mitch spells iHeart for a few minutes here and
0: there, at least until he gets up to speed. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But then Tom Thibodeau last was it last week said we're missing our front court. So, you know, Tom Thibodeau is one of those coaches that I kind of thought about this too. Like a healthy Mitchell Robinson. Is he really going to stick Hartenstein in there and take that job from Mitch? Because I feel like when Mitchell Robinson, let's say he's like five to 10 games in and he's ready. I feel like Tom Thibodeau will make that, you know, switch and put Isaiah Hartenstein off the bench because don't get me wrong. Hartenstein off the bench was, you know, awesome as well. You know, Mitch Robinson was awesome in the starting lineup too, and we just haven't seen Mitch with Ananobi. That kind of gets me excited, you know. Defensive, I Can't man. wait to see that. That's crazy. I cannot wait to see that one, man. That's Mitch gonna be and, beautiful. Mitch and Ananobi in the lineup together. All right, Chris. Versus Detroit, man, gotta get a win. Looking at the schedule for the New York Knicks, Detroit Pelicans, Golden State at Cleveland, versus Atlanta. Trey Young just went down with the what was it? of wrist injury, getting surgeries out for like four weeks. So versus Atlanta was it wrist wrist, right? I think it's finger surgery or something oh, like that. that. And then Orlando and then back to back against the Philadelphia 76 is without Joel Embiid. We can kind of put him in, not put him in the rear view mirror. These two, these two games, but <laughs> that'll kind of, if they're still behind us, we can really take a lead ahead of them with that. And then Orlando coming in here and we're winless against Orlando. So that game will be important. But, I mean, look at all these home games right here. And then we go on the West Coast trip. Got to get it done. I mean, no excuses, right? Yeah. I mean, I see a lot of winnable games
2: there. We got to get one versus Orlando, man. We got to beat that Orlando team. I have a feeling maybe we'll have OG and Anobi finally for one of those Orlando games. I think that's going to be yeah. it. We'll yeah. get that dub. But, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm you know, the, the next 10 games or so, I'm predicting, you know, we we could go seven, seven and three. If everything I think that's, I
0: think yeah. that's optimistic, too optimistic. Let's say, look, Detroit's going to come in here. Carmelo Anthony is saying Evan Fournier is going to drop 40 points on us. I, did, I don't know <laughs> if you saw that, but he said Fournier is going to come in here and seek revenge and MSG. Come on. Come on. Oh, but I mean, and, it, it could happen, right? It could and then, happen. And then Grimes is going to come back and. Grimes just got played his first game uh against Detroit. So let's say we win. I'm I'm win Pelicans win and then the Warriors. I say we go two and one at Cleveland. That's tough. But yeah. okay. Let's say two and two these next four games. You know, just to be cautious. Two and two versus Atlanta, three and two versus Orlando. We finally get a win versus Orlando. And like Chris said, I think March eighth. And March tenth. These three games right here, I think that's when OG and Obi comes back. The eighth, yeah. the tenth, or the twelfth. Because if they're saying he'll be reevaluated March first, and then a little bit after that he will not take that long to come back, that leads me to believe the eighth, tenth, or twelfth is when OG and Obi comes back. And after the fifth, the Knicks have two games two days off. So like you said, Chris, the eighth. I don't know. I'm not predicting, we're not predicting it, but I wouldn't be shocked. It's the eighth <laughs> versus Orlando. And I know he's back in the lineup. So I would, I would love that. I would
2: love that. Cause we, we need a win against Orlando, man, that, that yeah. team, you know,
0: we've gotten close, but we need to get one. We got to get one. Got to get one. All right. Hit some of these comments. Uh, S550 says hand surgery. I think Randall will be back. Randall and OG will be back for Philly. Um, yeah, I think OG will come back before Randall, but I think Ananobi will come back, like I just said, either the game against Orlando or the game after that. Then I I feel like it's getting we're getting there guys, we're getting there. Um, bah, bah, bah. Grimes wanted to just sit on the bench on a tanking team. Coach Pierre says <laughs> "I don't think Grimes had a good game uh this first game, but first game back from a knee injury, but it is we'll, we'll see him, we'll see him out there." What I'm still think, supporting man, Grimes. I'm still supporting. You
2: think him. Grimes is going to lock down Brunson, man? <laughs> Fournier is going to drop 40 and uh, Grimes locks down Brunson.
0: Brunson scores 10. Fournier dropping a 40. Yo, Fournier <laughs> comes in here and drops like a 30-piece on us. Oh, man. That'll be a depressing game. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say it's going to be a tough game. <laughs> That'll be depressing for sure. Big Taz says Carmelo is a troll. Yeah, he he really said he was gonna come <laughs> in here and drop because he's obviously you know the animosity between Fournier and the Knicks. He's playing with Detroit, but he's just come on, come on, Carmelo. I don't know what you uh, were thinking about <laughs> when you when you brought that up, but these are the playoff odds, Chris. So that's current, right? Yep. Yeah.
2: So current as as of when today from basketball reference, and you see the Knicks there, 98%, man. Obviously, we built that at good lead in in the standings as far as our record goes before the All-Star break and so far surviving through all these injuries, and the Knicks are right there,
0: 98%. 98%, man, 98%. And here we are just, you know, both of a loss versus Boston, just kind of, you know, thinking of ways we can get better obviously but 98 percent the new york knicks and that so that means we're making the playoffs bearing any sort sort of you know collapse 98 percent boston why is cleveland at 100 percent? why is that is it because <laughs> the record
2: i think not know they're,
0: one, they're probably the hottest team right now right i mean they've lost a couple they won their last game but i don't i don't know i don't know this is a different cleveland team but if we get matched up against cleveland chris what do you like i mean
2: look every season is different but again i just until proven wrong it looks it just seems like brunson versus donovan mitchell obviously you know there's other players involved but he just seems to get the better of donovan mitchell teams so yeah until i'm proven wrong man
0: I'm, i'm rolling with
2: i'm rolling with the knicks on that you know
0: yeah, I know. Pl says I still don't understand how Cleveland is ahead of us. Lol. Look, they had a crazy easy schedule in the month of uh beginning of this month, from the month of February, end of January. They've had a good schedule. Look, they're a good team. Don't want to take anything away from them. Look, they they're they've gotten new players. Um, but we we kind of saw what it looked like last season. But you know, like you said, it's a different season. So. You know, right now, seeding kind of, you know, if Cleveland stays in that second seed, which I think they're going to fall back. But, hey, you never know. I think the Knicks can get the third seed. You know, we just have to, you know, keep winning games we're supposed to win and just, you know, hope for the best and just go from there. But, yeah, these are the Eastern Conference playoff odds. Boston and Cleveland 100%. Milwaukee 98%. Knicks 98%. Philly 96%. That's without a bead. Orlando 94%. Indiana. Okay, out of these teams, Chris, let's go through Orlando, Indiana, Miami. You guys can in the chat and chime in as well. Chicago. No, not Chicago. <laughs> Miami, Indiana, Orlando. Which one of those teams would give the Knicks a run for their money in a seven-game series? Let's say we match up against them in the first round, second round. Which one of those teams you think, damn, we're playing these guys? for me it has to be Miami man
2: because yeah. again they're just that team that you know regular season is the regular season they don't care if they're 8th they're 10th it just seems like once playoff roll around rolls around they just they turn it up a notch you know yeah. Jimmy Butler Bam out of you know I got a lot of respect for those guys especially after you know our, our previous series against them so that's the team that scares me the most in my opinion you know as far as you know the sleeper team that comes out of nowhere and you know takes
0: takes everybody out. You saw that brawl that they had the other day with I forgot which <laughs> team it was, but Butler got choked. Um, yeah, <laughs> and Knicks fans. Yeah, he ended up getting suspended too. Knicks fans on X. Oh, that came out. He was just suspended. Oh wow. Yeah, dude, I think I believe it was one game suspension. Knicks it's fans crazy. on X were like, "Oh, here with the Miami Heat." But um Evan says Indy uh and pl says miami for me too yeah um it's for me i think indiana i think we can we can take in a seven game series but obviously miami kind of it seems like they don't really turn it up until like now until the end of the season and in the playoffs they obviously have a you know hell of a coach in Eric poster so and what they did to us last season but, you know, I think it's Miami. I don't want to face Miami. But I do think Orlando could cause some matchup issues. I think that would be a good series too. Because they're front court. Bancaro's a good player. Then you have, you know, scrappy, you know, defenders. You know, they'll throw out some things at Jalen Brunson. So I think that'll be a good series too. I think yeah. the, you know, the first couple of rounds have a chance to be really fun. You know? I'm excited for that. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna
2: have, you know, teams like like Orlando and Indy that haven't been there for a while and Look, that, to them, that's that's playing with house money, and I think that makes those types of teams dangerous, right? Yeah. Because it's almost like, hey, we're going to give it our all. We haven't been here in a minute. This is all new. If we win, great. If we don't, you're going to see us again next season. So, to <laughs> me, those are the dangerous teams, right? I mean, it's like you said, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a lot of fun matchups come playoff time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Once the Knicks says they are not the same Miami from last year, then – um. Big Taz says I can't stand these nothing to lose all to gain teams like Orlando. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's true. It's true. They, you know?
2: those are the dangerous teams, man. You just they they'll just go in with that chip on their shoulders, you know? So, yeah. You got to match that intensity.
0: Once a Knicks says Milwaukee, Milwaukee's there. Um, yeah, got to respect Milwaukee too. Yeah. Then Anthony says I respect Miami as well because they hustle just like the New York Knicks. Um, just like we do. Um, big Taz has Miami's in the rearview mirror. They were in the rearview mirror last year. Then we Don't forget, man, we came into that series yeah. all hype. We were like, yo, we going to the Eastern Conference Finals. And then, yeah, we all know what happened. That, that, you know, it stunk. But injuries and whatnot, quickly, um, people struggled in that series. But, hey, check on this poll, Chris. What we got? You see it? Yeah. When healthy. How far can the next go? 42 votes. Eastern Conference Finals, NBA Finals, 45%. 45% is still in a dead lock in the second round at 10%. <laughs> I see the vision. I see the vision, guys, man. I see the vision. Eastern Conference Finals, NBA Finals with a healthy squad. And uh I think we really can go far. Chris, Alec Burks. Alec Burks. Got some stats here, Mr. Burks. That are not great. <laughs> Alec Burks numbers of the Nick: forty-two percent efficiency, field goal percentage. He's shooting thirty-two percent from mid-range, thirty-four percent three-point shot. Turnovers are bad. Yeah, when you're so when you're looking at Alec Burks, Chris, when you're studying Alec Burks, what do you what do you see? Like, what do you see that's wrong? What do you see is going on? Can he fix this? He's just struggling right now. Burks is struggling. He is. He he is struggling
2: really, really badly. I mean, outside of the the indie game, right? Where he um you know, he went off late in that game, actually. He hit four, I think four yeah, four of seven three uh, from three. Um outside of that game, the next four games he had have been really, really bad. I mean you know, they're counting on him to initiate the offense. You're seeing him out there with Deuce McBride. Yeah. I don't know if it's just, you know, him trying to get, you know, gain his rhythm with this team again and just playing with some players that he's not used to playing with. But I don't know. I, I really can't pinpoint why he he's brought here for his offense, obviously. I can't yeah. pinpoint why his shots are not going down because it's not like he's getting bad shots either, you know. Does he force it at times? Yeah. Hell yeah. But it's looked bad lately, and uh, I mean, does it worry you? Is it worrying you at this point with Alec Burks? It's small sample size, but again, he's—I he, think he's being put in a position where,
0: again, if everybody were healthy, he really wouldn't be in. So I think that contributes to it a bit. Yeah, i I'm, I'm, I'm trying. Like I try to go deep in the numbers with Burks. I try to figure out what. I mean, it's been a small sample size, like you said. The 42% efficiency field goal percentage isn't great. And his mid range shots, he kind of shoots on a beeline, too. You know, doesn't really have arc on his shot. Um, he's a great free throw shooter. Uh, missed, well, which game was it? Philly, that he missed two in the fourth. Then I was like, come on, Burks. Turnovers are, you know, what, let's look at the, I mean, he's only had one. I mean, the turnovers, they they're not, you know, crazy. He's only had since he, I mean, he had three versus Indiana, then one after every game after that. I just feel like with Burks, it could be a comfortable, you know, it just could be him trying to get into rhythm, him trying to just figure out his role. Because like you said, he's coming in with McBride and one of the games, Houston game, he was struggling a lot. actually actually had a big three in that game late in the fourth. So, yeah, I mean, efficiency, I think will get better. I think it would get better because I'm looking at his numbers from Detroit, and I know Detroit, granted, is, you know, you know, you can't really compare the Knicks and Detroit because he was putting up offensive numbers like crazy, but he was shooting a lot in Detroit. But he was more efficient in Detroit. So, you know, I just feel like it. I have hope, but sometimes it looks terrible. I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes it looks bad on the court. You know, he had a turnover – Against the last game. And it was an outlet pass to, I think, Precious. And he kind of just rolled the ball over to it. And then it went out of bounds. So not really too concerned because Burks will come in. You know, let's say we get Ananobi back. and Ananobi comes back. And Tom Thibodeau likes to play Ananobi with that bench unit. So then you would have a lineup of Burks, Ananobi, possibly McBride, Hart, um, Bogdanovich. So... Uh, I, so I want to say I'm worried, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm like, you know, I feel like the efficiency will come, but got to step it up. You know, he's not playing well, got to step it up, you know? Yeah.
2: I'd, I'd like at least his uh, three point spot up shooting to be a little bit better. Yeah. Um, But I could get the rest, you know, coming back to the Knicks. Obviously we thought, we actually thought Alec Burks was going to be, you know, one to just get, acclimated to this team quicker just because of the history, obviously. Yeah. Already playing for Thibodeau, already knowing what he likes to run and whatnot, but, you know, maybe we uh, underestimated it. And it's it's taken him some time, and it, like you said, it hasn't looked good. Um, but I still think he's going to turn it around. He, you know, he's, he's an instant offense type of guy, and he's going to help us. He's going to help us, especially once, again, we get everybody back and he falls into his, you know, the role they envisioned him in. I
0: think we're going to be fine. Yeah. Anthony says, I do like McBride a lot better than Alec Burks because Deuce plays excellent defense and he can shoot the three like crazy now. Yeah, I mean, there's like last game, there was times where McBride has outplayed Burks. So that's going to be an interesting wrinkle, you know, for Tom Thibodeau. You know, Deb loves Alec Burks and, you know, he can put the ball in the basket and he's a great free throw shooter. So those players you kind of want on the court. You know, in the fourth quarter, you're like situational situations. Obviously, if, you know, the teams are looking to foul, you put Burks in and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, McBride, I mean, you know, I feel like those two will go back and forth throughout, you know, the, the rest of the regular season. And then the playoffs, you know, every. The reason why I loved the. The reason why I loved why the Knicks got Bogdanovich and Burks is because every series. Is different. I mean, they don't play, and Burks' defense has been bad. And Bogdanovich's defense has been bad too. But Bogdanovich is putting the ball in the basket. You know, he's a sniper. He's making everything out there. But every series is different. So let's say we get matched up with Orlando in round one, and you know you get more of Burks. You get more offensive game, more of an offensive game from Burks. And then let's say the next round, let's say McBride comes out of nowhere, and starts playing better than Burks, and you kind of can switch it out. You kind of have you know, options in that, in that aspect. So I feel like when playoffs come, I don't feel like, I think it'll be matchup based. I think like, I think Tom Thibodeau will make it matchup based. If if Burks has it, Burks has it. If McBride has it, then McBride has it. it. So I think those two will go back and forth. And, but yeah, Burks right now has been struggling and, you know, defense, I see defense comments in the chat here that, you know, he's just been struggling defensively and Bogdanovich has been, you know, they both got hunted yesterday by, uh, Boston. That was in, a. A pretty sight to see, but that's the, yeah, that's, that the, that's that's what you get with them, <laughs> you know. Yeah,
2: I mean, you know, the weird the weird thing is that Burks isn't terrible in defense, and I don't think Bogdanovich has that reputation either. Where he's, you know, I mean, he's not a supreme or elite defender, but he's sh- he's an average defender. Yeah. So I think maybe it's more so just positioning as far as like getting used to where Tibbs wants them to be and things like that, or just you know mental lapses at that. So I think it'll get better, um, definitely on the offensive end, and maybe just we need a little
0: bit more time. Like Keith Taylor in the chat, what's going on, Keith? When the Clippers had it, James Harden, they lost five in a row. Given time, Burks will be fine once we get everyone back. That's the side where I'm just, you know, one side of me wants to, you know, say that when, you know, Burks will be fine because I love, like I said, I love the lineups of Ananobi, the you know, and whatnot, and Randall and whatnot. So I feel like Burks will be fine with those guys. But at the moment, it seems like everyone is kind of just, you know, trying to, you know, grasp at straws, trying to – they're struggling right now. They're struggling. And Jalen Brunson, I mean, we got some stats since the All-Star break. Jalen Brunson, 27.5 points. He's averaging 27.5 points, 10.5 assists, 2.5 rebounds, averaging – but averaging 39% on 17 of 43 field goal percentage with five turnovers through the first – two games. Um yeah, and then I and then Jalen Brunson, I noticed this is taking less shots at the rim this season. He's taking eighteen percent of his shots at the rim compared to last year's thirty six percent. He's taking more long mid range jump shots. He's taking more short mid range jump shots. So Chris, I mean when you hear that what do you what do you kind of equate that to? Turnovers have been up, but efficiency has kind of shots yeah, at the rim I mean- are just Mitch. Yeah, I think yeah. I mean I think a big
2: deal of it is that, you know, teams are going after Jalen Brunson now. I yeah. mean, obviously not having much uh that much firepower with OG and, and Julius out. Teams are definitely going after Jalen Brunson and not only on the offensive end, but on the defensive end. Yeah. So you're seeing teams now, as soon as Jalen Brunson crosses that. Uh, you know, across his mid court, they're starting to double him right away. So one thing I did notice is now Jalen Brunson, isn't even bringing up the ball that much. So now they're having Brunson kind of run, you know, Mm -hmm. go through a couple picks or off ball screens, just trying to get him the ball. And I think that that causes the shot clock. You know, obviously you, you're getting the, the ball on Brunson's hands with what? 10, 15 seconds left on the shot clock. And, doesn't give you much time to do do anything, you know. Brunson obviously he's been fantastic, still still being pretty efficient, but they're not making it easy on him by any means, man. And I th- I think that's part of the turnovers too. He has to be tired, has to be tired.
0: Yeah, like you said, they're trying to take the ball. He's headed the snake right now, especially with Randall, you know, not being here. You know, teams are trying to take it, the ball out of Brunson, but he's still averaging you know damn near 30 points a game i mean it's crazy was he at 28 points per game now he's a he's a stud man he's a superstar still get into his area still get into his spots efficiency hasn't really been there but what i love is that the assist numbers have been up you know that means if he's being draped by somebody he's finding the open man and the open man now with josh hart starting really has been hard he's really stepped it up here i mean 17, 17 points, 10 rebounds, four and a half assists in two games since the All Star break. Josh Hart's been, you know, been playing well. We've really seen, really these last kind of like month and a half, Josh Hart has really stepped up. Kind of started slow, but Josh Hart has stepped up. Brunson's assist numbers are up, and you know, so I feel like, like you said, teams are adjusting. You know, it's like, it's really like football. You know, you take the week, you find the weak spots, you practice. Teams are starting to hunt Brunson. They're trying to get the ball out of his hands. They're telling everyone else to beat them. Anyone else on the court, please beat them. And, you know, for the most part, I mean, the Knicks have what? You know, they have lost. They've only won two out of their last, what did I say, six games? Something like that? Two out of their last eight. Two out of the last eight. So, yeah. I mean, Ananobi's coming back, though. Guys are coming back. So, but, yeah, in and, in and, and, and terms of Brunson, I'm not – efficiency, I think, it's going to be up and down with him. You know, the assist numbers are up, so that's what I love. And, you know, it's just he's adjusting, and he's a heck of a player, and he will adjust, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And the biggest adjustment
2: I've seen so far, you know, coming from those double teams is that he's, he's starting to see them earlier, before, you know. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why, you know, his turnovers went up is because – you know, he wasn't used to getting those type that type of attention. You know, he always had Julius. Julius was always on the court. And now that he's not there, you know, Brunson is just, like you said, head of the snake. They're trying to take him out. And I think that causes turnovers to go up. But he's seeing it. He's recognizing it earlier. And like you said, assist numbers are up. I think he had, what, 9 or 12 assists versus, a, versus the Celtics recently. So that's great news. And, and shout out to Josh Hart, man. I know small sample size, but since the all-star break, you know, he's been aggressive, man. He doesn't look, he's not hesitating as much with his three-point shots, which I love to see. And he's knocking some of them down, man. And and he stepped it up big time. And that's something I hope carries over to the
0: end of the season. Yeah. He's shooting them with more confidence as well. And, you know, he's, for sure. you know, he made a joke on the roommate's pod saying he's a three and D guy without the three, which was kind of funny. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, since he made that comic, he's actually been, you know, playing really well. And, yeah, man, shout out to Josh. I mean, he's he's playing heavy minutes, man. You're looking at these Josh Hart minutes, it's like 40 minutes every night. So, yeah. but, you know, he's not complaining, right? I mean, it is what it is at this point. Um,
2: According to the roommate's party, he'll always complain. But, you know,
0: when it comes to game time, he's still on the court. So, yeah, I'll take it these guys are warriors we are live for another live stream edition obviously eight how many likes we got 18 likes let's get that up to 25 likes appreciate you guys in here chopping it up we are live every single sunday at 9 30 chopping it up about the new york knicks obviously just chopping it up week previously games coming up here stats you name it we went through the OJ and Obi update the julius Randle update for those of you that are just joining it's looking like Ananobi is going to be back before Julius Randle. Ananobi's shoulder look like it's 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 healing properly. So he'll get reevaluated this week, March 1st. And it's looking like a little bit after that, Ananobi will be back. We kind of you know made a prediction that it probably be that Orlando game, maybe the the Philadelphia game a little bit after that. And then Wolge said that Randle, when he comes back in the middle of the March, that he will play through some pain. Obviously Julius Randle is one of the most physical players in the NBA. So I feel like, you know, when he first comes back, he might turn into a three-point shooter, but just his presence on the court will be huge. I mean, his rebounding presence, we all know he's a great rebounder. He's physical. Three-point shot, he started a, he actually started to shoot three better with Ananobi. So, you know, that that's exciting. Then Big Mitch, you know, we gave the update on Big Mitch looking like Big Mitch is coming back and uh we, right now, we're just, you know, we have these, these stretch of games here, Chris, where we just got to get some home wins, got to keep the team behind us, behind us, and then keep winning these games because every game is important. Every
2: For sure. Important. We, we have some very winnable games coming up, and we got to take advantage. Got to take advantage of those games. You know, the Knicks have been really good against teams that are under 500. Yeah. But – We just got to get wins, man, because like you mentioned earlier, we're two for our last eight. That needs to get better. You know, you hear Brunson preaching the same thing. We got to get wins. We got to get wins. So regardless of the injury bugs that's hitting us, we need to get these wins one
0: way or another. We do. Um, Rick says this is not... Uh, this is not the time for fans to freak out. We just need a whole court till all of our dogs are ready to go. We will be a problem. Then yep. Rick said a good point. He says teams are only doubling Jalen Brunson because Julius is out. Once we're healthy, things will open up for JB. Yes. I mean, that's, that's why, you know, we, last week we had the poll of when healthy. I mean, we had the poll of what was a poll? Like which Nick, I forgot. the poll. It's more important. It's more important. Uh, okay.
2: Yeah. Which one is more important to get back first? Something around, around, around that.
0: Yeah. And yeah. you said Ananomi and I said Rando, And then we went back and yeah. forth. And you know, that's why Randall was so important, just to free up Jalen Brunson's offensive offensive game. And then Big Taz says question Is Josh Hart a post all-star break player? <laughs> uh, I'll say yeah. I'll yeah. say yeah. I mean, especially
2: I, I think especially when the way this season has played out so far, you know, he after playing with uh, team USA and all that, he had a very slow start whatnot didn't really start ramping up until you know recently if you want to say but you know with all the injuries obviously he got thrust into a high minute count with Tibbs and you know now post all-star break he's he's showing out right now I mean again small sample size but I would love to see Josh Hart play the way he's been playing you know from now to end of playoffs yeah. Because that looked like the, it looks like the Josh Hart we got when we made the trade for him, right? That, that was awesome. In, injection yeah. of energy. We we felt like we were winning every game no matter what. You know, that's the type of Josh Hart I want to see day
0: in and day out. Yep. And uh, you know, he'll be relegated back to the bench when everyone is healthy and then he can just, you know, be back on the bench. And then he's and then Big Taz says, I hope we have a game plan for Evan Fournier. Yeah, Carmelo <laughs> says Fournier. According to our Carmelo Anthony, Evan Fournier is going to drop thirty-five on us. So that would be hilarious. Hey he's he's
2: heating up, man. I've checked a few of the box scores. You know, he got Fournier? ten points here, eleven <laughs> points there. I think he scored thirteen last game. You know, hey man, you know, I, I keep I keep tabs on the ex Knicks players, man. You know, once a Nick, always a Nick.
0: <laughs> man, oh man, uh, poll is up to fifty-five votes. How far can the New York Knicks team go as a team? When healthy, how far can the Knicks go as a team? NBA Finals, 47%. Eastern Conference Finals, 40%. 13%. Second round. Got some audio from Stephen A. Smith. I know you guys probably are like, Stephen A. Smith? We do not want to hear Stephen A. Smith this (laughs) Sunday night. But he actually, you know, spoke kind of highly on the New York Knicks, surprisingly. So here's Stephen A. Smith saying the Knicks can go get to the Eastern Conference Finals.
1: Listen, if the New York Knicks are a top three seed, the objective is to avoid the Boston Celtics. Right. That's the objective. Now, watching Giannis Antetokounmpo hit free throws last night in Minnesota, that made me a bit scarier. Uh, That made them a bit scarier in my eyes. But for the moment, it's about the Boston Celtics. Am I worried about the Cleveland Cavaliers? No. We know what Donovan Mitchell can do. We know what Darius Garland can do. We wonder what Jared Allen will do, averaging 15 and 10 this year. But I'm not sold. If the New York Knicks are healthy with the pickup of Bogdanovich, with Vincenzo playing the way that he's playing, with Alex Burks being a reliable point guard that Thibodeau would trust to use to supplement, you know, to sub for Jalen Brunson. If Julius Randle comes back healthy, if Mitchell Randle, Mitchell Robinson comes back healthy, that's my concern. It's not anybody outside of Boston right. on that list. It's the New York Knicks' health. If the New York Knicks come back healthy, they're going to the conference finals. Wow. They're going to the conference finals. Now, listen, if...
0: If the New York Knicks get healthy, they're going to the conference finals, and that's what we've been saying. You know, what do you, what do you, what's your response to Stephen A. Smith
2: on that? Drop? Man, I, I almost feel like that's a curse for us, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, he's he's talked so much, you know, about the Knicks and not buying into anything that we're doing, and then now he wants to say we're going to the Eastern Conference Finals, caring about the health. Come on, man. I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) Yeah, right there. Like Coach says, don't care about Stephen A. Smith's fake love. That's exactly how I feel.
0: That's exactly how I feel. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, I agree with him. You know, I I agree. I agree. I mean, but if we're healthy, I feel like we're Eastern Conference Finals bound. But I feel like, like he said, three seed, like we've been saying as pod, three seed is so important. Um. This chat, man. Appreciate every single one of you. Stephen A. is a true bandwagon fan, regardless if he's from New York. Anthony, please do the opposite of whatever Stephen A. Smith says, and we will win guaranteed. Nick's fan base has turned on Stephen A. Smith, man. This. Do you think? Quite. This is a serious – Do you think that he's actually watched the Nick game start to finish, before they got. I want to say before January. You feel like he actually watched the Knicks game start to finish? Honestly, with some of
2: his takes, man, I really don't think he's watching any of these games. Yeah. In my opinion. He might be catching the highlights or something like that, but you know, he never he rarely has any praise for the Knicks. You know? If it if somebody's talking up the Knicks, if Kendrick Perkins is talking up the Knicks, Stephen A. Smith is going, you know. But you know they sucked this time last year, or they sucked here, or they did this wrong, or they should have got this person. It's never, yeah, Knicks are playing well. You know they're gonna make some noise. Nothing yeah. like that. It's always the negative, the negative. The, and hey, I get it. You know the negative cells, negative negativity cells or whatever. But I don't know, man. It comes off a little, a little fake, in my opinion. Where now all of a sudden you want to say, oh, if they're healthy. But he was blasting them a few weeks back talking about Julius Rando isn't going to get it done. OG and is the piece they should have got. You know, come on, man.
0: Yeah, that is
2: true. That's why I don't buy it.
0: That is. <laughs> Coach yes has never. He just gets the box scores. Steven Smith has never watched a Nick game since Carmelo Anthony was on the team. Oh, man. Yeah, but I agree with what he said in that, in that little soundbite. I really do. You know if I don't agree with him many times, but I feel like I agree with him when he said, you know, when healthy, the Knicks can, and that's what I've been saying all along. That's why I caught he from Boston fans. But I, you know, we brought in and Obi in here for one sole reason to guard Tatum, to guard a Jalen Brown and bigger body. You know, that's what we were lacking. They, their size was all over us against Boston. They were taking Divincenzo to the hoop. They were taking, you know, Brunson. They were attacking, you know, who was it? precious heart, you know, they, Put Ananobi in there, it's a different story. And Mitch in there, it's a different story. Randall in there, it's a different story. So what we've been saying for about a few weeks now, hopefully it comes comes true, man. I have faith, though. I have faith. We're Gotta getting get closer. Healthy. Gotta get healthy. We're getting closer. <laughs> um, He only watches us when LeBron is playing us. First thing he will say that it's Dolan's fault. Yeah, I mean, ESPN is, is like Chris said, negativity sells nowadays, man. It's unfortunate, you know, you know, us diehard, passionate Knicks fans who are actually watching the games inside and out, you know. Hope hopefully you guys are, you know, appreciating us. You know, we're just coming in here, chopping it up, speaking about the New York Knicks. But that negativity, it does, you know, he's in the national media and he's, you know, built up a resume where he can he can, you know, have a voice like that. But like like Chris said, never to get never to give any sales. So <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, man. I mean, look.
2: I guess taking taking what he said and just taking Stephen Stephen A. Smith out of the equation altogether. But you know, that's just uh it's what we've been saying all along. Get healthy and the Knicks are gonna make some noise. So I do agree with the premise. I just don't agree with uh, you know, who said it per se. All
0: right. Around the NBA, before we head up on out of here, we'll go around the NBA. Last week, what was it, a few days ago? Kevin Durant's agent. What was it? They did a sit-down, Kevin Durant. And his agent, Rich Kleiman, did a sit-down. Rich Kleiman said, pretty much, retract your statement that you said the New York Knicks weren't cool. And Kevin Durant said, oh, you know, back then they weren't cool. But now the Knicks are popping. That's what Kevin Durant said. He <laughs> oh, looked like boy. he was stoned, by the way. Durant looked like he was stoned during <laughs> the interview. But Durant is like, now the Knicks are popping. Of course we're popping, Durant. I mean, I mean, when, when you heard that, I mean, it kind of, you know, went through the rounds on Twitter and whatnot. I was just like, a little bit too late, KD. But then you had, oh, Kevin Durant, maybe wanting to be a Nick now. Oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, you
2: knew that was going to happen. But (laughs) look, I mean, it's what everybody basically knew in 2019. KD and, you know, everybody around KD wanted him to be on the Knicks. They wanted him to go to the Knicks. And it seems like it was just strictly a KD thing where he was like, I don't want to do what you guys want me to do. I'll do what I want to do type of deal. And we all know how that played out, right? Went to Brooklyn. Disaster. And it was a disaster. You know, follow Kyrie Irving. You know, what could have been, what probably should have been with those two guys never happened. You know, yeah, on the court, off the court, it was just a disaster. I think they asked him even if he regrets it or whatnot, and he was like, nah, but come on. Part of you He does. You gotta he does. you he has to wonder, hey, what if I did go not even to the Knicks, but what if I just took a different path in general, right? Yeah. That's just I think any human being would uh
0: would think about that. It's like KD turned down turned down the Knicks at the time and it's like during the three years that he was in Brooklyn, now he's in Phoenix, and Knicks hit the lottery, and now they're like kind of like the hot, sexy girl. And Durant's like, <laughs> oh, you know what? Like, it's popping now, you know? Oh, Now he's like thinking about it in the back of his head, and now Knicks <laughs> fans are like, whoa, back then you were saying that we weren't cool, this and that, and we weren't this and that. We weren't cool. We were building something. You know, Randall was on that team, you know? Barrett yeah. just, got, w- w- just got drafted, so... I just feel like KD now in 2024 he's kind of reflecting a little bit like I said he looked stoned in that interview. He's probably like, "Dang, you know what? I probably did make a mistake." But Nike said, "Now we're popping. Now we're popping." Yeah, yeah. and KD's agent, man, KD's
2: agent and I think even his his family, his parents wanted him on the Knicks, man. Everybody. I mean, that's it. It's it's Everybody. good it's good to get that confirmation per se, you know, that these guys they wanted KD on the Knicks. And you know, for whatever reason, I don't know what was going through KD's head, maybe he has some vision or whatnot, but you know, I obvious for obvious reasons I feel like he made a mistake. Should have been should have been on the Knicks. Who knows how things would have played out. Yeah. You know, but you know, do you want KD on this Knicks squad right now?
0: <laughs> nah. I mean, you know, look, KD's a great player, but nah, you know, nah. Let him in let him be in Phoenix and, you know, it seems like he's looking at the NBA like a business at this point of his career. But uh yeah, got some sure. KD comments in the chat. Um, his agent knew he was killing his brand. Yeah, Rich Kleiman wanted him yeah. to be a Knicks so bad. And he was a Knicks fan too. I don't even know if he is a Knicks fan currently, but Simon was pushing hard for KD to be in there. KB probably run one of his number retired in Brooklyn. You know what I think it is? I think he got to Brooklyn. A couple of years went by, and he saw the fan bases are just different. You know, Brooklyn is, look, the Nets, I don't know. They just fire their coach. The fan base is, I don't want to be disrespectful right now, but the fan base is like just doesn't seem like a team that has a direction. So KD probably spent his time there and saw the Knicks fans like he's looking out from his balcony and they're seeing all the Knicks fans like, oh, KD, the Knicks, what up? <laughs> F. Trey Young, you know, that was on the F. Trey Young thing. He wanted to be a part of it, but then he couldn't. Deep down inside, he didn't want to say it. And now he's like, Knicks are popping now. Now he's saying the Knicks are popping, but. That's that's what I think of it,
2: but it is yeah. what it is. I, I think I think that's I think that's true. I mean, you know, it's one thing to you know hear people saying, "Oh, you know, you go to Brooklyn, it's you know, it's a Knicks town. It'll always be a Knicks town. It won't matter," and then you get there, and you realize, yeah, there's you know, we're playing the Knicks. We're 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 at the Barclays Center. We're playing the Knicks, and it's ninety percent Knicks fans in there. And you've seen it this season too with the Nets. I mean, look. The Nets were supposed to be a scrappy team. Maybe they don't got the the most talent or the best talent. But, you know, it looked like they were on the up and up, right? Yeah. And this season just hasn't gone their way. And, man, they're fans. And, and you've even heard on the Roommates pod, Mikael Bridges blasting the fans, like, you know, talking about it, saying, no, nah, it doesn't feel good when you're getting, you know, booed at your home, you know, your home arena. Like, that has to be so demoralizing. Had to be demoralizing for, you know, KD and Kyrie to to realize, hey, we're we're better than the Knicks right now, but everybody only cares about the Knicks. <laughs> like that had to be demoralizing. Oh, Just man. like I'm sure it's demoralizing for Mikkel Bridges, you know, yeah. getting booed at the free throw line at Barclays. That's insane. I love that.
0: That's it, insane. I feel like, you know, it's Me too. (laughs) When Bridges went on the the roommate's pod and he was like – he didn't do himself any favors. Like if I was a Nets fan and I listened to that podcast, I would have been heated, by the way. And then obviously, you know, they fired their coach after that. But, you know, Bridges seemed like he's just there right now, you know. And Bridges' names has been linked to us. So Josh Hart was a troll taking off the shirt, (laughs) has a Knicks jersey on, a Knicks shirt on. That was funny. But yeah, I mean, Knicks fan base, man, we love it, man. We rolled deep, you know? We rolled everywhere you go this season Charlotte, um, the yeah, Nets, Orlando. Orlando, Miami, you're going to hear us. Every single arena, Jalen Brunson is getting MVP chance at the free throw line. Everyone, even in Philly. Philly, yeah. who is getting MVP chance. So we rolled deep. The Knicks fan base is all over. <laughs> And I love it, you know, I absolutely love it. Yeah. I love I love it
2: too, man. It just shows it just shows, you know, how this fan base embraces this team, man. I mean, it's, it's it's New York and when New York when things are going good in New York, you know, it makes the NBA better. In my opinion, it makes the NBA better.
0: Any sport with New York's in the picture, it's better. It is. Coach here says, What fans? Big Tass says the Nets need to go to North Dakota. Nah, I think, I honestly think the Nets need to go back to Jersey. I don't think it's working out for them in Brooklyn. I think they wanted yeah. to make their move to Brooklyn, but I feel like the right thing is to go back in Jersey. You know, have your own state because right now, when the Knicks and Nets play in Barclays Center, it is 80, 70 to 80% Knicks fans. They try to block it out with their in, in, in arena music. Doesn't really work. But like you said, to Mikhail Bridges, it, it just has to feel demoralizing, like yeah. Imagine you hit a three and you know, crickets. Like what's yeah, going on? Go,
2: oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it that has to suck. That has to. And, and Mikkel Bridges caught a lot of flack apparently after that. He caught a lot of heat from you know Nets fans that yeah. you know, basically like, hey, why didn't you stand up for us? But I mean, why would he stand up for them if they're booing him in this He's whole arena? I mean. They didn't show up,
0: you know. Can't feel good. Can't feel good, man. They didn't show up. And Amanda, what's going on in the chat, man? Always appreciate you in here, Amanda. What's going on, uh, Coach? Here says Philly. Yeah, he got MBM. Jalen Brunson got MVP chance in Philly. They did it in Texas. Way across the country, like I mean, Houston, Knicks fans were there. Um, i I feel like I'm missing a stadium. Um, that was Charlotte was a big one. Charlotte was a big one. Atlanta, we're in Atlanta, we're all over. Yeah, so yeah, I love it, man. Absolutely, it, man. It's, it's it's we we travel, we travel. <laughs> that indeed we travel. S five fifty says I live in Florida and at the Magic game, half stadium was blue and orange, baby. Yeah, the Barclays Center would turn into the Knicks practice facility. <laughs> oh man, Big Tasco is in here throwing haymakers, man. Oh, man. But, uh, Chris, LeBron, what, what, what's going on with LeBron around the NBA? Well, you know, the news about LeBron
2: right now is he's 74 points away from hitting 40K total career points to this point in time. I think second is uh, Kareem with, I think, 38 or 36, actually. So, LeBron, man, he's just adding more and more and more to that first-place spot. When it comes to scoring in the NBA, you think anybody is going to catch LeBron at some point? I mean, we didn't think Kareem was going to get gotten is LeBron. Will we ever see something like this again, man?
0: Never say never, but LeBron is on a whole nother level. I think, yeah. you know, what he has done in his career Well, 74 points away from 40,000. That is crazy. But I, yeah, I think I mean. someone will catch him. I think someone will catch him. Yeah, yeah, I think so.
2: It might take a while, but
0: yeah, it's gonna take a while. We'll be like,
2: who who do you think? Somebody who, which one of the younger type of up and coming stars you think has the best chance to have the longevity of a LeBron? Who's who's the first one that probably comes to mind? Um, not to say they're gonna get there or be as good as LeBron per se, but I think I got one that
0: kind of then go ahead, I don't have anything. I think at at Edwards. Oh yeah, I see that. I can see that he's young. He can score. I can see that young He can score, improving shot,
2: can play finish out. What is LeBron
0: thirty nine to play to thirty nine though? I don't know. You know, I mean, I think LeBron's gonna be here till forty two. <laughs> yeah, he look LeBron. He wants to wait for his son to come back in the league, and then and then he's out of here. Obviously, the LeBron rumors to the Knicks were what they were like lasted for a week. Then the Golden State rumors yeah. came about. But, you know, Bronny, I think will stay another year. But yeah, I don't think anyone. That is crazy. LeBron, 40, 74 points from 40,000. That is crazy. We were witnessing. Sheesh. Got to respect Sister. LeBron, man. Got to respect LeBron. love 11, LeBron James is one of the best to do it. So kudos to LeBron James. I I knew I missed some stadiums. Evan says Washington. Yes. In Washington, we were showing out. Indeed, we were rolling deep in there. Joelle says Knicks versus Thunder Finals. That would be amazing. Thunder are a great young up-and-coming team. I would love that. What's the poll up to? Let's check the poll one last time. 67 votes. When healthy, how far can the Knicks go as a team? NBA Finals is winning 49%. Eastern Conference Finals at 40%. Yeah, we cool. went through the injuries. Just got to get healthy at this moment. And then we are good. Just got to win. And then we are good. Joel says it's going to be a while before anyone catches LeBron. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And then Big Tass says, Ant Edwards and Paulo are future Nick Greats. <laughs> <laughs> Paulo hit that, game winner. That, hit that nice game, game winner. that was a nice game winner yesterday from Paulo. Yeah. That was a nasty one. Yeah. He, he's been showing
2: out lately, man. I mean, we, yeah. so we saw it against us, and then he's carrying that over. He's, he's looking like a good player, man. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he's figured something out.
0: Yeah, indeed. Big <laughs> And Edwards, and that is funny. But, hey, this has been fun, man. Appreciate every single one of you that had joined us tonight. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. Please do so. It really helps us out. Um, we're I think we're so close to 3,000 subscribers, almost almost there. Ooh. So please make sure Let's you go. do that as well. Appreciate every single one of you in here. We are live every single Sunday at 9.30 p.m. Chopping it up about the Knicks around the NBA like we did tonight. Hopefully we can get the guys back. The guys are coming back soon. Looking like N will be back before Randall and then Mitch after that. Got some winnable games coming up. Got to take care of business at home. And then, you know, guys are tricking it in here. Chris, any final words before you want to get up out, and out of here? This was fun. This was good. Like you said, health, health, health. Let's get better. Let's get healthy. And let's get some wins, man. Yeah. Let us get some wins once again. I appreciate one interesting one of you. As always, it is Let's Go Knicks. I'm Anthony. That is Chris. I am Chris. you Chris. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you guys next time. Peace. Peace.
1: Thanks for listening. Please hit that follow button to stay updated with our latest episodes. And we also greatly appreciate those five-star reviews. For you video enthusiasts out there, head over to our YouTube channel to catch the podcast in video form. YouTube.com slash Nation. You'll find all the relevant links conveniently listed in the show notes below. See you next time.